Wait a minute. Brand Start new? over. Aaron. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if that was going to be a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, Start it. The intro. Start it. Welcome to the gear slop. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> Dead Aaron. Nickname. New nickname. Dead Aaron. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Gear Slum. <laughs> Your one-stop shop for all things dark culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Phil. Hey, cool. We slum it hard so you don't have to. How's it going, dudes? That was money. Yeah, Monday. I was going to start pasting that in the beginning of every episode, I think. All right. Um, I'm going to we... leave you guys for a minute. I know you're in the middle of recording a podcast, and so am I. But I have this strange impulse ever since my Pelotar is not, or my pedal, my party animal. Oh, Did and he he's gone. Leave? <laughs> In the middle of the sentence. Okay, let's talk about all the things that Aaron wants to talk about. Okay, let's talk about all those TC pedals. <laughs> okay, I didn't watch any of the videos. <laughs> Neither did so I, but we can perfect. talk about them. Yeah, okay. So those uh, TC videos, I mean, like, I'm sure there's at least 13, 19 pedals. Let's name them all. Uh, there's a digital reverb. There's an analog There's reverb. An, uh, an analog, yeah, it's got a spring in it. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant digital delay. There's a digital delay. There's digital an analog delay. delay. Whoa, you're talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> you left in the middle of a sentence. No, my phone, my, yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Don't talk it. about that. I have, <laughs> have okay, copious notes. Okay, okay, Aaron. Okay, see you, Aaron. Talk about Cole's thing. Okay, Cole's thing. We're gonna talk about Cole's thing. Ready? See, you, Aaron. Okay, bye. Okay, Aaron. So there's a okay. there's a digital digital reverb. Not your mouth. <laughs> hey, I thought you were gone. I pretended because I knew. Wait, I heard footsteps do. and I heard a door closing. <laughs> okay, for real. We'll talk about Batman some more. Fine, I'll check the mail later. No, honestly, I'll check, I'll talk. No, about, we're gonna talk, about, talk about my new pedal. <laughs> Yeah. So I've got a I've got an out for delivery happening today. Okay. It's a a harbinger. So I basically I kind of just wanted like an actual distortion. I've got I've got the Pelotar and the Party Animal, which are both fuzzy, uh, right? Fuzzy. They're they're different. The 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 Pelotar is a lot harsher. Like it's a lot more of a harsh fuzz, at least through my amp. You know, with my rig. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just wanted kind of a classic distortion, and they, and I can get that from the kilt. But, um, but I love that Harbinger video that they did. So I ended up just ordering one. I messaged the guy and was like, "Hey, I saw that video on Sixty Cycle Hum. You don't do any discount codes, do you?" And he was like, "Well, I'll give you free shipping." And I was like, "I'll take it." So, <laughs> so Rick Matthews, I I love that guy. Yeah. Guy. So I that didn't even click in my head until he replied and I saw his name and I was like, Oh, that's the same. That's the same dude. Cause he's in 60 cycle hum. And he posts um, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, so it was funny. Cause I was all like, Hey, I listen to 60 cycle hum. It's my favorite podcast. And they are, 
I'm buying this because of their review and blah, blah, you know, like trying to like pump him up. And then I was like, oh, he already yeah. knows. Like, <laughs> I'm not telling him right. anything yeah. he doesn't know. So, um, Wait, so I'm an idiot, basically what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. So there's gone. a digital oh. reverb. Okay. There's a digital Shut reverb. Shut up. There's a <laughs> what? Have you been here the whole time? <laughs> no. I just got back. <laughs> no, you did not. I did. I swear. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm crying. <laughs> it was perfect timing. That was timing. Look, okay, so, well, look, wait, I watched all the videos. Up? Then why should we shut up? We should keep going with it. If you're here, no, no, no. You so let me, finish, but, let me finish my story because yeah. I have a dilemma because yeah, I bought this pedal and I had a great location for it on my board. But then... I've been sort of missing my wireless. And so I had some wireless units in my feed and reverb and someone posted this wireless D, which is like the middle grade line six one. I think it sells new for like 300 or 350. Um, they usually sell used. I sold one used a few months ago for like 220. Whoa. And he posted it. He posted it for 175. And then like 10 minutes later, dropped it down to 150. So I was like, boom, I'm on this man. So I offered him a hundred. He countered at one twenty-five, and I offered him one ten, and he took it. Dude. Um, so now, now is this now the I one that is this the one that um, that uh, they talked about? Um, God, why am I blanking? The other podcast that Brian Wampler, the Wampler one, um, that they were talking about, where they said that there's like you can a switch to do the length of cable. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's the one that you have. Yeah, which is kind of cool because I've actually owned the Shure GLXD16 too, and it's and it's super bright just because there's no there's no cable length, you know. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, so this one it's not the one that has the built-in tuner; it's kind of the middle, but it has you know it's an all-metal deal or whatever. So so it's just like a treble roll-off thing, basically, yeah. Um, but it simulates length of cable, which is just I think it's like a yeah yeah it's like, like a cool, crazy concept. Yeah. So there's a knob on it that goes from zero to a hundred, which is just feet of cable. <laughs> so it's kind of a, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool idea for sure. Let me ask is you Is there this. a switch that has direction for the cable? Oh like, can you switch the direction of the cable? <laughs> can, yes. you, can you the simulated run, like, cable. different cable algorithms into it? Mm -hmm. Like what kind of cable do you have? You can right. have like, you can have like cable wrapped in liquid nitrogen and things like that. <laughs> Dipped. No, not, not, not real, not wrapped, real actual question. Something. One thing it. I didn't know about it, I was worried because the one one of the nice things about the Sure one, and I think the higher end line six one is like that. It has a built in tuner, so um, mm. so you just hit the button and it mutes just just like a normal tuner. Mm -hmm. And this one has a tuner out, but apparently there's a button on the transmitter, so like on the belt pack, that if you push that button, it mutes your signal out of the normal output, but not out of the tuner output. So you can still. Oh, interesting. Which is nice. So I'll I'll have room for my tuner and the harbinger, but just barely, I think. And is it possible that it will fit to... under your board? No, my board's way too. The, the I know metro it's flat, but I just didn't know how small that was. No, it's pretty tall, actually. That line okay. six guy is like an inch and a half or two inches tall. Um, yeah. And now you can go back to practicing your guitar throws. Exactly, dude. Bro, that's the thing I've never understood. What could go, speaking of Wampler, what could go wrong? <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen that video of him? Yeah. Like he, he did that live on yeah. a video and snapped his headstock yeah. on his strat. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. So, 
Anyways, okay, so okay, that's enough about about me. Let's talk about all these digital about you. Why don't you shut up? Digital re- reverbs, reverbs. So, what are you talking about? Well, digital TC reverb? Electronics has a has three. Oh, guys, did pedals. you know that TC Electronic just released thirteen pedals all at once? What? They're referring to it as a smorgasbord of tones. Get it, board? I do. Oh, smorg my board. Smorg, my boy. Smorg, is it is it smorg or is it smorg? Smorg. Smorg. I had a, I have a, a buddy who. <laughs> is it I had a buddy, a it's buddy. Smores. We were talking about s'mores, and he goes, he goes, it's it's s'mores, and I go, mm, no, it's s'mores, what? and he goes, what? No, it's it's s'mores, and I was like, why do you think it's s'mores? <laughs> And he goes, I don't know. It's just a weird, like, grandma word. And I go, it's it's no. an abbreviation of Shamore. That's what the word is. And he goes, you know, Shamore. I want Shamore of that. <laughs> he was completely blown away. Like, his shum? eyes were wide. Give me some of that. He was an adult man. And he was, like, like completely in <laughs> awe that That's that was the root of, of the word. That's he amazing. kept he kept insisting. No, it's shmore. It's been shmore my whole life. Could I have shmore? Can I have a shmore? <laughs> Please. And I go. So you're saying your your entire family, everyone you've ever encountered, you say shmore, and no one's corrected you. And he goes, e- everyone I know has said shmore. I I think. And I was like, no, no, they don't. I'm certain they do not. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Poor yeah. Guy. That's like again. It's like the people who go on American Idol and they're like, yeah, my parents, all my friends told me I'm great and everything. And it's like, your friends are bad friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is false. That is patently untrue. They don't like you. Okay, Aaron, talk about your stupid uh, TC. I'm over. Okay, Cole and I will do it. So there's so a here's one thing that I reverb. do want to say. There's a analog digital, reverb. There's called there's Sky analog reverb. No, there's not. Clear, you didn't yeah, watch all the videos. Spring in it. There is, there is no analog <laughs> reverb ever anywhere. You you did not watch all the videos. I did. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Tor Tor demonstrated it. The electric reverb. The electric reverb. <laughs> <laughs> reverb. The oh, reverb reverb is pretty there's cool. An acoustic reverb. Yeah, it's just a giant room. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, here by this it's room. It's still only forty nine ninety nine. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's built in China, they build a room giant- for that cement box we built you <laughs> yeah amazing it's hardwood okay okay so what all right the reverb's ahead. fine i'll tell you the ones that stuck out to me well i'll read all of them and then i'll tell you the ones okay. that are cool so there's several drives there's the grand magus distortion there's the fangs metal great. distortion fangs is a great name for a distortion pedal by the yeah. way yeah then there's the cinders overdrive seven for the name it's a what cinders overdrive Mm, I like that too. I give uh, that a six point five. Then there's the rusty fuzz, which whatever he. No, I like rusty, rusty fuzz, fuzz like, because rusty fuzz sounds like something you'd look up on Urban Dictionary or something. It does. Like it absolutely does. I like it. I like these videos because Tor says the names and he says rusty fuzz. Rusty fuzz. <laughs> Dude, I love Tor, man. I want to meet Tor, fuzz. man. Facebook Dude, keeps telling the, me that he's a suggested friend, but the, oh, he's friends. I'm friends with him. What? I mean, on Facebook, I just added him as a friend, and he accepted. So, oh, okay. It's not like I've never talked <laughs> to him be, or anything. I shouldn't be blown away by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It's I would like venture to guess that he probably has two accounts, like a public one and a oh, private yeah, one. Oh yeah, he must. Yeah. 
either that or he doesn't do private. But anyway, the rusty fuzz is pretty cool. It's a silicon fuzz, um, but it's got it's like cool like gated thing. I think for fifty bucks, I'm gonna check it out when it comes out. Nice. Um, I also like the Grand Magus distortion because he says tight bottom end, but it sounds like he says <laughs> tight buttermint. <laughs> I was wondering why you put that in there. That's not the tight yeah. buttermint. The tight buttermint. Tight, tight bottom end is um. The tight buttermint. It's a yeah. Tight bottom end is funny enough on its own. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> it's okay though. It's kind of like a DS one, but like a little bit grainier, and like more okay. note clarity. Uh, this the overdrive more whatever. no clarity. Okay, I'm over the the overdrive is boring. Um, then there's like a boost, which is literally just a volume boost. Um, the compressor is kind of cool. It's like a force field compressor. Sounds like a Dynacomp, basically. No, it's not. Compressors are dumb. Okay, go on. But with the tone <laughs> knob, so you can like put some high end in. Um, the Dynacomp is is rad, dude. I've owned several of them, and they're always fun. And then I always get rid of them. But I wonder after why. Go clor- after, yeah, exactly. Afterglow chorus is whatever. It's a chorus pedal. Um, I think so. There's the chorus pedal. There's a flanger. There's a vibrato, and there's a phaser. Um, that's kind of like their mod section. I think all of them are fine, and I think they seem like the kind of pedals that would be good for someone who isn't super into those sounds, but totally like wants them and need like, or like feels like they need them. Um, so I. I really into the the vibrato. I thought it sounded really cool, um, hmm. and at that price, it's like I think it's good for like I don't want to spend two hundred dollars on a course pedal, even if it's the best course pedal ever, because I don't care about course that much, you know. Yeah. Well, but you might you're, you're you yeah. can. This is America, and you can be wrong. But you might well, have I like think, one one dumb song you want to try it on or whatever, you know. Yeah, but like, think that was my problem with the Warps vinyl too. It's like. It's really good at making chorus and vibrato sounds, but I just don't care about those sounds. It would be like yeah. if someone gave me like, oh, check out this, like, I don't know, something that I don't care about. Here's Snowboards. An, here's an oven. Or check out this lawnmower. This is a $10,000 lawnmower, and it's perfect. <laughs> like, I don't care. Just give me, like, something that cuts the grass. Yeah. But, Aaron, look at all the features on this lawnmower. Exactly. That's how, how I feel. People- it's like when people geek out about guns. Yeah. It's like, can I kill a person with it? Fine. <laughs> How many gorillas can I kill? Exactly. No, but honestly, it's like that with any... There's always something you can geek out about, but if it's like, no, nah, yeah. I just don't care about it. Exactly. Well, there's always, but there's the things that some someone could geek out on, there's always going to be someone who does not want to geek out on that. That's the exactly. problem. So it's like... so the. It's the reason why, like, people are like, hey, I don't get what all the hate is about with the Strymon pedal. Like, well, listen. They just don't like it like you do. This is how this works. People freak out about the Strymon pedal, and then some people don't care that people are freaking out. Some people have a negative, adverse reaction to people freaking out, and they start saying negative stuff because people are freaking out. Personally. Yeah, those people are douchebags. Yeah, it's like, but it, the the reason is the extreme. That is the that is the reason. Right. Like, I I you know the reason is because angry. you're you're living you're thinking about a Facebook group with several thousand people, and there's ten comments that are hateful comments, but it's ten out. Of... Was that Aaron? It's ten out of six point five. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> That's what he's gonna say. I think he's probably gonna say like. 
more like a thousand, but something like that. Wait, Aaron, we just spent a lot of time talking about all of the rest of the pedals without you. He's gone. Forget. I'm oh, back. he's back. I'm back. Okay, we're done talking about TC. We finished talking about him. So next. So topic. there's also two delay pedals. There's an electric. <laughs> electric. Stop saying electric. An electric and acoustic delay. <laughs> there's a digital delay, which is called the Profit. The acoustic delay is just, delay. A, just a single wall that you set up at varying distances away from yeah. you. <laughs> varying a... distances. It comes with a tape measure, so you yeah, know exactly. That's the setting. <laughs> so, the digital delay is really cool, in my opinion. Why? Um, because so it has like, it's like a digital delay sound. Good. So it has like, um, you know, you don't the repeats don't trail off the same way like an analog delay. Yeah, it's does. like really crisp and everything. It's really crisp, but it's also it's not super clean sounding. So there's like a little bit of grit on the repeats. So it That's sounds not- like it sounds like an old digital delay or like so it's oh. not like Strymon pristine delay. It's more like. Um, like early, like a boss delay or something. Wait um, a minute, Cole. I think you need to jump in here. If I copy a Word document, oh my, and gosh. I send it to Aaron, and then Aaron copies it and sends it to you, how much degradation is there? <laughs> how much what? You know, degradation. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's when we separate things and also degrade them. <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of subtext there. We won't get into that. What um, what word am I looking for? Degradation. Degradation. Oh, okay, that's the word. Um, you're, you're combining it with this, segregation. This is a shout out to <laughs> listeners out there. If you think that a that an MP3 sounds worse after you share it with people multiple times, then you're wrong. You and only stop, have so many. Stop ma- saying that. It is, Cole, it is it's common knowledge. Wrong. It's common knowledge all over the internet. Google it. It's the first on the search. In, in the search charts, when you send it, you only have a, you have a finite amount of sends. So, so Phil, I'm not saying that each delay sounds increasingly distorted. Hmm. I'm saying there's a slight. You're just saying that all the delays. I'm have saying a there's level. a slight distortion that's on the first delay that is continued Cole. at the same rate on every subsequent delay. Cole, can you rewind the tape and play it back so Aaron can hear himself? Actually, no, wait, don't do that because it it will degrade it. I said it has don't, some don't. grit on it. I did not say that no. it, it no, I think, continues Phil, I think to you degrade. Mean it will, I think you mean it will degrade it. Degrade. Oh, okay. Degrade. <laughs> I don't want it to be degraded. Yeah, dude, let's stop degradation already. All right? It's 2016. <laughs> and the analog delay, I'm pretty sure it sucks. All delays matter. Because I, in the video, all they do is like mess with the time knob so that it makes spaceship noises. So yeah, like, totally. that's one of the like, ones that is that I all that it does. Like, let us hear. Like, do you picture somebody actually doing that on stage or something? Like, like that's a fun thing. And I want my analog delay to be able to do that. But if that's all that it does, then I guess it's, I mean, it's also, device. that's just like, that's, that's not even a feature. That's just what analog delays do. Like, yeah. And, and most people consider it like a downfall of them, you know? <laughs> oh, those people suck. Yeah. People are the worst. Um, and then the last one is the reverb pedal, the Sky Surfer, which is fine. Yeah, I don't. I have no. I feel interest like in I might buy pedals. it because, or if I could find a used one, I would buy it for like thirty bucks. Because then I, because I don't care about reverb that much, but there's not really mm-hmm. a good cheap option. But your amp doesn't have reverb, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And it's this seems like a decent cheap option. Yeah, but yeah, totally. But cool. I mean, it. it when Aaron yes, and I, Phil. 
when Aaron and I are playing on the uh, on the Burnigan stage, we've got our uh, we've got our amp in an ISO rig, exactly fifty feet away, and we can't grab that knob, that really expensive reverb knob that we paid a bunch of money for. Yeah, Cole, we can't just be grabbing our knobs what? in the middle of church. We can't what? grab that knob. <laughs> you got to put money in the jar if you do, right? <laughs> Come on. We gotta we gotta reach but, down at the board in front of us and control the two hundred dollar knob. Can someone explain the obsession with with ISO cabs? Like I don't I like I understand I understand how acoustics work to like in a very basic level. That's my okay. that's as far as my understanding of acoustics goes. But okay, like so I, I think I don't... it started with sound people in churches wanting yes complete control. Yes, some Burnigans. Are so they want no stage level with zero sound sound noise. Yeah, zero stage noise. Not sound, sound noise. noise. <laughs> Not sound noise. No zero sound noise. noise. No sound noise. They they. But then people complain like, "Oh, I can't hear myself, so I need IEMs," and it's like that's what they do. They have right. in-ear monitors. Well, no, it, st- it starts with in-ear monitors. Put your amp next to you. And then once once you get in-ear monitors, then that's when that's when everybody locks everything down. That's how it goes. It's obnoxious. Like. I see like pretty large acts play for hundreds of people paying customers that don't use in-ear monitors. Like why do these people pay- playing at a church with 20 people think they need in-ear monitors? <laughs> Nobody, no churches with 20 people have in-ear monitors. That I is, promise you. That is absolutely false, dude. You think churches with 20 people have in-ear monitors? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Just like statistically speaking, the number of people I okay, see. Maybe on not P-Dose, 20, but like 50. Yeah, no people yes i was a church i was i was <laughs> i was a <laughs> yeah. i was the worship leader he has one example that proves your Listen, anecdote wrong therefore your anecdote let is me false. let me explain <laughs> let me explain right. i was the worship leader of a church mm-hmm. of 30 ish regular attenders mm-hmm. for a couple years mm-hmm. and we had absolutely zero money for mm-hmm. anything we could mm-hmm. not even pay the senior pastor mm-hmm but that's so, like saying that I ran. A I business, went. I was at a church that had X about forty people a week, and we bought stuff to do to do it. They had like cheap splitters, and they ran cable from the thing. Everyone had their own little monitor amp with wow, headphones coming you out did, of it. You did wired yes. in ears. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A lot okay. of people do wired in ears. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, a lot of people when they say in ears, all they have is just like the like the entry level sure in ear headphones. Yeah. Actually, wait a minute. I guess that's okay. No, no, no. Wired in ears. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I'm tracking with you. So people aren't most like small churches aren't doing like a full wireless system with like molded in ears, but I can see them doing like headphones or like silent monitoring, like private monitoring. But but I guess. So part of it is like I see these makeshift isolation cabs mm-hmm. that are just built so poorly, and maybe it is my understanding of acoustics that makes me hate them so bad. But it's like if you if you just put you know some plexiglass around your amp and put some egg crate foam on top of it, that is not <laughs> that's not an isolation cab. No, it is. But not. I guess if you get, I guess if you get good sounds out of it, who am I to say? You know. I thought you were saying that that's what you should what do, do. What do I know about anything? Like, if you want good sound, all you gotta do <laughs> is put some plexiglass in front. It's like, well, we did that for our drummer, you know. And it's like, well, that 
kind of solving a different issue, but I, <laughs> I had, um, what I was doing for a while is I had my, my one twelve cab, right. And I, I put, I have a, an old suitcase that I used to carry my pedal board in. I would put my suitcase on its side, open in an, at a 90 degree shape. Right. And yeah, then like- I grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed pillows from the, from the back pew where for old people, they just had pillows. Like, I guess like for old people to shove different places. I'm not really it's, sure. It's, where, for how. it's for people. So, so I would grab three pillows. I would put a pillow on each side of my suitcase and then take the, the suitcase and push it uh, around the one by 12 cab and then have the mic on a mic stand dropped down from the top and then inside the suitcase inside the suitcase and then no outside of course no i'm just kidding inside the suitcase and then (laughs) (laughs) for that great muffled sound and then a pillow on top of that yeah just to and just to complete the the acoustic pathway you know exactly and then i could turn my amp up higher and my sound guy was happy and i'd get uh you know more yeah and i mean if you're close if you're close micing if you're close micing the amp, it doesn't really make that much of a difference, you know. So, but that's what ISO. But I, I that's just, what the ISO cabs are for. Yeah, well, what? I know they're they're to keep. I mean, they're they're basically just a, a cheap man's DI or whatever, or a poor man's DI. But they're more expensive than DIs in some way in some cases. But, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's to keep down. It's to keep down the noise and also be able to crank your amp and all that stuff. But it's just a. I don't know. It seems like the next. It's the same. It's the same reason that guys who are playing three songs at church on Sunday need a timeline and a big sky, you know. But you couldn't do that with a DI. I mean, you'd have to get something that had like that had a reactive load and like cab sim and all that. Yeah, stuff. So you need like a red load. box. You need a red box or something like that, you know. Reactive is load is red the box? awesomest thing. Yeah, I've heard that's all my, morning. That's my favorite Metallica album. A reactive load. Reactive load. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, hey guys, I gotta go. I gotta change my kid's diaper. He's got a reactive load. Oh, uh, are you serious? That's what I. No, I don't. Oh, I'm not allowed to I joke don't. about that, Phil. That's like an actual thing that happens. <laughs> well, yes. So, so I think it's great. I think it's great that TC did these pedals because it's like, if Moore and all these other companies are gonna come out with these crappy cheap pedals, like they already have a name for themselves. Yeah, like, and dude, rather, you could and, get you could buy all thirteen of them. For the price of like two single Strymon pedals, <laughs> that's awesome. Wait, yeah. Here's the here's how how are they doing it? I, the, what I noticed is the housing is is unique enough, right? It's diff it's it's different enough so they stand out, like they yeah. physically look different, but they don't look like the more pedals or the Joyo pedals, yeah. right? They've got their they they decided, and I think that's genius. Come up with your own box design, but are they basically most likely doing they're in the next factory over from the more more so they're last, already last year they got tc got bought out by behringer or whoever owns behringer so it's fine the, the story Who, seems to be that the music group like they're just called music group but it's yeah, yeah they're it's essentially the like behringer pedals 
now being branded as TC Electronics Pedals. But they're but it's like TC was already manufacturing in China. Like it's not like they right. were, you know, handcrafted in. in yeah, but as far as like the the budget, the like extreme budget brand kind of thing. Like I, it's yeah. it seemed it, it. I don't think this would have happened if that merger hadn't taken place. Is what I'm trying okay. to say. Yeah, like That's I'm all... guessing. I'm guessing they they took over. Yeah, they took over portions of the Behringer factory, or they just you know took you know some assets from them or whatever. I mean, that, it's a similar thing. I, when I worked for this hearing aid manufacturer, we got bought out and, and acquired, and they basically just wanted our brand, but they took they took a lot of our you know actual DSP stuff that we had done. So I I'd be surprised. I mean, is there still a market for a plastic Behringer pedal? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think like, so. Maybe they're just shutting that down completely because that's such like, a. I don't know. They're throwing out those literally throwing out those molds, and this is their new <laughs> enclosure. Yeah, I think so because they have the Bugera stuff is like their amp side now. Um, that's actually really interesting, if which that's... has done well. And then now yeah, I and they think still have the TC like... base amps, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I it don't makes know. sense. I... And I was talking like, it seemed I don't think any other company could do that, like release a line of fifty dollars pedals, and have people be excited about it. Electroharmonics could. I mean, they and they kind of harmonics do that could. Yeah, extent. that's true. But, but I don't be, know. Think about how nuts it would be if Strymon said, "Okay, we're we're releasing a line of pedals that are sourced, that are outsourced. Um, it's our same. Uh, you know, we're sick of people ripping us off, so we're going to get in on that market. It's it's all of our pedals rehoused." They're not made by hand in America. They're made by hand in China, and they're all one hundred dollars for all the small size pedals. Like people would go freaking ballistic. But they're already yeah. But they would also be like, "Oh, Strymon sucks now." Uh, well, I. But don't you think that they those would sell? Like if it was, if they were, if the the word on the street was it's the same pedal, just like what's already happening, right? People. Chinese companies are ripping off people and selling those pedals. If Strymon said, we have decided to rip ourselves off. And, or if they just took like, like in the Mobius, there's this, I forget. I think the destroyer, it's like this bit crusher and it has, you know, some record effects you can put on it and stuff. Mm -hmm. If they were to take individual pieces of their big box pedals and just put out like, here is the flanger out of, out of the Mobius or whatever, they could probably sell those. But the problem is like part of what makes Strymon pedals expensive is because they have a lot higher end DSPs and, and A to D and D to A chips that, um, that, you know, they probably, they could probably sell one for a hundred bucks, but they wouldn't be able to sell one for 50 bucks. No, no, I was thinking a hundred no. that I was thinking, cause like you're, you're absolutely, but people would, if it was, like I said, if it was, cause that's part of Strymon's thing is, handcrafted in america i feel like hundred dollars would be like devalue the brand strymon isn't made in america there's no way maybe it's the same as i like maybe it's the same as apple if if it's and if i'm just messing it up and it's like well no maybe they're america assembled no maybe they're assembled in america maybe they're assembled maybe they're assembled here but i'm sure they don't solder their board i'm sure they buy the pcbs or they manufacture the pcbs and and maybe solder the components overseas and then bring them over here and put them together or something like that. 
which that could still, you know, that would still be made in USA. Apple doesn't actually make anything in the U except the Mac right. Pros, you know. They, they don't. All they say is it's um, designed. Well, they're probably they're probably in, a step above Apple in that sense. It says designed in California is what it says. But I think on the back of every yeah, product. that's a, that's how Apple's always. But but they don't. Yeah, they never claim to be made in the USA. You know. So what I'm saying I wonder, is, what if 100% of the production took place overseas? They and I, your idea is actually really interesting. Instead of like favorite switches and all that stuff, if it was like single use pedals, yeah, with single one, fun, single function, yeah, knobs, single use, yeah, one right. switch, one foot switch, one switch. But it's you the exact the same. You buy, you buy the plate reverb out of the big sky, or you, yeah. right? But I it's still the think hundred dollars is too low. They'd have to be like one seventy nine. No, but that's what he's saying. If they came out and then they could do it for a hundred bucks, it would be hilarious because first of all, you'd have this whole group of people who didn't own Strymon pedals who were like, Oh, this is amazing. I can, I can right. finally own a Strymon and I really yes. only wanted this one thing. And then you'd have the other group of people who would get all like sanctimonious and be like, Oh, I can't believe uh, I, I believe in manufacturing in America. When in reality, they're just like mad that they paid 500 bucks for a Strymon pedal. And it now someone funny. else I don't think it would work like that doesn't seem like no it would hurt their brand for sure like you think that's so? what I mean like in order to make it like a viable oh, yeah, line sure. it have to be like closer to 200 like 179 I think if they did single pedals for 179 and release like let's say like the two or three off of each of the big pedals at once and they'd put like out like 10 pedals I feel like that could work but they'd still have to be something that's not like cheap enough that some kid can just go to guitar center and buy it with like, no, you're right. Allowance. I mean, and I, and I could, I see your point that a hundred might be too cheap, but the, the fact that like they have a couple things that people really, a couple features that people really love. Like there's something on the, the big sky that I can't remember what it is that everybody always talks about. Oh, the cab sim probably that. Okay. That is, Yes, but not that's not what I'm talking about. There's one uh, of the algorithms. Oh, one, one of the, the oh the big the sky. Reverb. I was thinking the blue sky. Um, I know people really like like the the ice on it, the timeline it, or whatever. Yeah, it's it's something like that. It's like the ghost setting or something like that yeah. that people really love. So like if you do that, and then if you also do like obviously something from the L cap like um, that because uh, people love that pedal, right? So like, L cap's one, already L cap's already only two fifty. Here's what Strymon needs to do. Or maybe it's three hundred. It's it's two ninety nine. So They're like all two ninety nine. Well, basically, that's crazy talk. So if so if if you have like one uh one feature from the L cap and one feature from the Big Sky and like you said, what, what was the yeah. from the Morbius that you like? The Mobius. I don't see like I, I Mobius. I never hear people talking about that one. But if you're saying that people. Like the Mobius like is all like had... different modulations and stuff. Right. And so, so like they have their own signature. Yeah. Um, things. And if it was made in a sweatshop, at what point would it be worth it? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm, I know this is completely morally like horrible, but I'm, that's what businesses do. I don't think it's morally and... horrible, <laughs> but I mean, sweatshops are pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not, is different. they're not yeah. living in, they're not like, we're not talking about making, you know, blue jeans or something like that. Yeah. Like, people working in Chinese manufacturing aren't working in sweatshops They're Right. But, but it's cool. Yeah, haven't think, you heard that? Haven't you heard the things about those buildings having, they put up nets because people kept 
people working there to build yeah, iPhones would climb to the BS. top and, and jump off. My brother goes there like stuff. every three months. Your yeah, brother, brother goes there? there to you. <laughs> yeah, he goes. <laughs> Wait. He's tried to jump off the building just... before. <laughs> you guys have the he same there... brother? Are you guys related? <laughs> no. I was going to say something and then I forgot. Was it about? I think it's. I think it it's a fun Strymon. thought experiment. But Strymon's whole brand is based on, on being high end. Like it, it doesn't work for their brand. TC makes really nice stuff, but oh, here's what Strymon like needs to do: budget, like an every man's like H nine thing, and the like new neighbor. They need to put out a pedal that is like programmable, so that you can load different things onto it. Mm. No, if here's they what they're gonna that, do. Strymon, they're going to put, and I, I thought this even before they came out with a drive pedal, but now that they have this drive pedal that's super versatile, they're going to come out with a, a Helix, you know, a Helix yeah. or a Pod HD or something that's just a huge yeah. board that costs two thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it has every, it has a Mobius, a Timeline, a Big Sky, L Cap, all of that. You know, I mean, like their three big box pedals kind of encompass all the smaller pedals, don't they, for the most part? Yeah, for the most part. But yeah, all of them are there with like less, with less options or the individuals have like different things you can tweak that the big box doesn't have. But But here's the thing. Yes, there's okay. So the way the uh, my understanding of the way the helix works is you can program sets to do. I want these nine effects all happening when I click this one switch. Yeah, and it would do that, and it would do that too for sure. But yeah, so you have full presets. The H nine. The way that one works is, yes, it has 10,000 effects on it, but you can only use one at a time, right? Well, it's still a single effect pedal, so, yeah. So that's why, so that's why it's, that's why you see boards with three of them, which looks so insane, but... Wait, what, what are you talking about? The Strymon big boxes? N- no, 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 the, no, the H9, H9. The Eventide. They have... Well, and that's how, that's how the Strymon big boxes are, too, and I was surprised, like... I just assumed that since there's two, each bank has two switches, you know, mm-hmm. like when I got the Mobius, it was like, why can't I have, you know, the destroyer and a one. chorus on at the same time? And you can't. So, right. I mean, it's a DSP limitation, but I can't imagine they're pushing the DSPs all the way to their limit. Right. And so you, yeah. what you can do is you can program any order of switching. Correct. What do you mean? So like there's, there's 99 like you can reconfigure options. the order of the banks and everything yeah yes and like, and all of the all of the settings of like you know intensity and trails and blah 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 all of that you can that's what you can program exactly yes and and then the order of them for whatever your set list is but not well i want a little bit of flange and i want a little bit of chorus and right. a yeah, whole lot of yeah, you can't do that. But so with the Helix, you can, correct? Yes. But with the H9, you cannot. It's just you're you're on this effect, and you can pre-program what this effect does when you switch the – when you hit the switch, but it's just the one effect. And there, it's really versatile in and of itself, this effect, or any of the 10,000 other ones that are stored in this box, but you can yeah. only do one at a time. And I wonder well, what you which can directions like- Tryman would do. That's my they point. would let you do every. They would let you do everything. I mean, they would have to because we're talking about a pedal that would have all the modulation and reverb and delay and distortion. Um, but the crazy thing is, people are already doing that, and they're paying so much money to do it. Because how many boards do you see now that have an ES8 or a gig rig or some other kind of MIDI switching right. 
so they can talk MIDI to all of their Strymon big boxes. And they've spent, mm-hmm. you know, over two grand already. Like if Strymon were to put this out, they could legitimately charge $2,000 and people would buy it. Yeah. But how many people would buy it? That's the problem. Like what you're saying, what you're suggesting would be like they knew, need a new housing, right? And um, new PCBs. Yes. But think about how many people are buying the programming the site. Helix like it wouldn't already. be that hard. Like, they're to already do, buying, people That's are the buying thing. the Helix and people. Buy I mean, they're the, all they're all built on the same. <laughs> okay, you both talked so long that it went dead. I and I couldn't hear either of you. Can you hear me now? I can hear Aaron. I don't know where Cole, Cole did went, you rage but... quit this uh, this episode? Yeah, he's gone. So I was okay. saying, like, from like a, a sales standpoint, people already buy the the Helix. Like, that's a popular thing. So if Line Six does it for fifteen hundred and Strymon could do it for two thousand, I feel like that would be a gap that people would jump. Totally. To get oh, to that. Oh, Cole's back. Yes. I mean, you can buy a DL four for like a hundred bucks, and people pay five hundred for a timeline. You know. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> Like I don't think sales would be a problem at all, hmm. but and it, it wouldn't is... be that hard because they're it's just the same DSP chip in all their in all their boxes. They might have to beef it up, but it's all just I mean it's software just... that they've already written. But you have to acknowledge the fact that there's the recognizability between a between Line Six and Strymon is still. I, I mean, I I understand that the association is very different, but if you ask. If you ask ten thousand musicians, do you have you heard of Line Six? And you ask the same ten thousand musicians, have you heard of Strymon? More people will say, I have heard of Line Six. Yeah, and that has to play but, a part that's in. True. The but Strymon is already thriving by selling five hundred dollar guitar pedals, and everyone, you know, I know that we live in this in a sort of narrow view of Facebook and gear forums on the internet and stuff like that. But like they already have a very recognizable brand and they're able to charge a huge premium for things. And the, I know this I just, is just I, a I natural extension of that. I think, I guess I'm just wondering what thriving actually means. Like, yeah, maybe they, you, that's totally you know what I'm saying. Like maybe they're barely getting by for all we know. It seems like, right. Yeah, because the cost of the product and the manufacturing is probably it's much higher than any of the other brands that we know because of the the level. I disagree with that. I think it's I think it's slightly higher. I think they're what you're paying for is a lot of is a lot of back end time that they had to come up with all these algorithms. But that's something that they get. You know, they put the same amount of work in whether they sell one pedal or a million pedals. So that's no. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, like, the difference between. Like what, and I, I mean, I'm not bashing them, but like, you know, uh, I'm not at all, but like the, the, um, hmm. So what Josh Scott or what Rick Matthews produce, and I know those guys are on, they would probably, I mean, they're on two different levels, but like, okay, let's just, just Josh Scott, just Scott. He's got a lot of pedals, very successful, but the complexity of, his boards and I mean circuit boards when you open up the pedal the difference between any and all uh, JHS circuit boards and a Strymon board is different yes but but the 
Yes, but the thing is, all of the Strymon boards are very close to each other, probably, because it's all hmm. digital. I mean, like, okay, yes, I that's get you. the thing. Like JHS pedals, there's probably more complexity that goes into designing one pedal to the next because they have to redo the layout of the chip and yeah. or the okay. you know, the board lay out all the components. Or in a Strymon pedal, you know, you could you could probably just flash a Mobius and turn it into a timeline. You know. Hmm. and you with your other I don't know that there might be a lot of analog componentry in there that I don't that you know I'm not thinking of but I'm but, guessing it's pretty much all just digital and you and you also said that you're pretty sure that there there is no garage in the bay area where they're they're building those boards oh I don't know they might they might I can't speak to that yeah I they might be totally made in the USA I'd be totally shocked if they were though just because manufacturing electronics in the United States is a fool's game, you know? <laughs> um, so, but most likely you're saying they are designing and then they send it to a company overseas. And then the company says, you mean like this and sends it back to them and they go, yep, we want a thousand of those. Or they own, they, you know, they might own their own manufacturing over there, but that's how everyone like that's how you you've been able to do that for years. You you lay out a a PCB board or a PCB and and send it over to China and they you know depending on how many you buy they give you a certain price on it. Um, and actually Wampler talked about it in one of his recent podcasts. It was a pretty cool because um, they were doing that for a while and I think yeah I don't want to talk to it too much because I can't remember the details of it. But he talked about some of these some of these issues of manufacturing overseas. And what pieces make sense to do over here and don't, mm-hmm. and and for the most part, I I don't know that anyone's really doing PCBs here anymore. Like for example, mm-hmm. you know, those D we talked about this a little bit because I got all those DoD pedals. But Digitech, um, Harmon, who owns Digitech and uh, Lexicon and BSS, they their manufacturing used to all be in Utah, and they were one of the last holdouts. They would actually manufacture their chips here in, in the United States. Um, but they moved it overseas about five years ago. That's, you know, that's the trend for any large manufacturer, but Strymon is small. Maybe they are just doing it all in the States. I don't know. But there's fundamental level. They could choose to make in China if they wanted to, you know, that much yeah. is, is true. But you're saying it would hurt them. You, you think it would hurt them or Aaron? I think so. Yeah, I, don't, I think. Don't you agree, Aaron? I don't know if it would necessarily hurt them in the sense that it would hurt like, them in some people's out of business. I think it would change them. Like yeah, they totally. would, it would have to be like a fundamental shift in the brand and not just it couldn't but be see, a new like, line added to what they already have. That's why this works for TC because TC is already they're already in every guitar center. They're already what people see as right. like. Oh yeah, anyone can have a flashback on their board where Strymon would then be going from one group of people to a completely different market and saying, right. "Hey guys, we're here now too." And and they they might they could just be like, "Well, we're fine with Electroharmonics and TC already in Boss, you know." Yeah, but how does this work though? Cuz like uh Aaron's good good friend Bob Taylor started with high-end guitars and then branched out to not low-end guitars but part of his expansion at some point was selling lower end guitars right but i think Cheap, guitars but like expensive guitars there's a precedent 
for that. Like, every major brand has done that already. Like, there's not really a brand a brand of pedals that that straddles that line the same way that the guitar brands do. But also, part of it is with pedals, and and it's kind of the same way with amps. Like, if especially with digital pedals, you if someone feels like they can get the exact same, they're getting literally the same pedal in a hundred dollar box versus a five hundred dollar box, then that's a problem, and that's that's part of what comes with. I mean, it's the same reason music piracy is such a problem because uh, you can basically get the exact same thing that somebody else paid money for and get it for free with a guitar. You can point to the fact that it's using laminated wood instead of solid wood. It's, you know, there's any number of things that are physical and tangible Hmm. where with a pedal, it's just this black box that it's like, well, if, if I can go down and buy literally the same exact pedal, for a hundred bucks, if all I want is this one, you know, machine out of the timeline, then right? And so, like, it, see, make, it makes sense to own less of a... a Squire and an American Fender, where it, and, it wouldn't make sense to own. But see, that's why they wouldn't do exactly a timeline just made in a Chinese factory and say, "Hey, it's a Chinese factory made timeline." That's why they wouldn't do that. They do what you guys, what Cole, what you suggested, which is this is one function from right. one of our pedals instead yeah. of all of our pedals have multiple functions. Some of them have hundreds of functions. Some of them just have three or four functions, but we're giving you one function with some of the controls for that one. And we're selling it for less. And then we're also doing it not in America, you know, yeah. like it's completely manufactured. So that's how all software that... works. I mean, it's like people are comfortable paying for more. Well, some people, you know, and that's, and that's an okay business. It, essentially what you're talking about is buying like a pro version of software versus a, you know, the light version or something like that. And people are okay yes. with that. And it's like, okay, turn yes. off. This might be the exact same chip inside as the, as the Mobius, but just turn off everything else except the destroyer. Right. And I'm okay with that, you know? Mm-hmm. But if if they're upfront about it, but if they're like, oh, we came out with this totally different, you know, modulation pedal that, you know, I I think that's where the money could be made. If they made a pedal that said destroyer on it or that said mm. whatever one of the popular reverb machines in the in the big sky is, you know, then that I think Blue could potentially work or something or the ghost or so, whatever, you know, I feel like we've been talking for a really long time without saying anything <laughs> funny. And that's good. I mean. Our viewers like to listen to us talk or else they wouldn't be tuning in. But I kind of feel like they like to watch us talk. Sorry, watch us talk. But I also I feel like they want us to be funny. And we've been kind of serious for like, I don't think we need to worry about. I think. Yeah, I think they like us when we're serious. When we have serious episodes, we get a lot of feedback saying, hey, I like it when you guys just actually talk about gear. So really, I think can this be called? Um. What what do they what do they do in in the eighties and nineties with with uh, uh, with sitcoms when it would be like this episode is about drug abuse or yeah drunk they driving don't like what, a disclaimer at the a very like a, like a very serious what is that called like they is it like a very oh a very special a very special <laughs> episode yeah <laughs> yeah like on Home Improvement when all his kids started doing drugs or yeah it's usually or drugs. like let's do drugs yeah or like in different strokes when um. <laughs> When Willis got molested. <laughs> Whoa. You know, you like that. Not, Hilarious. Not, Hilarious. Not have... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
That's why they had to say this is a very special episode. It's not the our normal by the jokes, guys. Sticks out in my mind. Yeah, dude. When when, when Jesse, uh, Jesse was on Speed. Like, yeah, Speed. <laughs> not We're Speed. So though. excited. I'm so. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gosh. so scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay. Uh, this is your homework. This is your homework, viewers. This is your homework. Please, when this episode, when you're listening to this episode, please immediately go to YouTube and find clips of very special episodes from sitcoms and post them yeah. on our group. Because I want to see all of them. I want to see all of them. This moment of self-awareness I, brought to you by I'm gonna post... Josh Marmon's coffee. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to post mine that I just mentioned that you probably are all thinking – Wow, Phil is a total jerk, and he just made that up, and it's a legit. I don't think moment. it's that you made it up. I think it's that you laughed maniacally <laughs> you laughed the whole so time you were right describing after, it. No. Right after you said Willis laughing. got molested. No, <laughs> I like the one okay. <laughs> where Willis got molested. <laughs> no, I am. I am not laughing at molestation. Okay, I am ahead. not laughing at Willis's misfortune. Mm-hmm. I am laughing at the 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 fact that a TV network what you touch you and showrunners decided <laughs> Did you just say what you touching about Willis? <laughs> no, he said where do you touch where you, you, touch at, you Willis? at Willis? <laughs> I am laughing at the fact that a network That is awful. That a network decided to put that in a sh- in their comedy show <laughs> for know. families. Yeah. Every every comedy goes down that road, except Seinfeld. That's why they, you know, they were smart to get out when they did. No, no, no. How else? How See, else? It's fine to talk about. Hey, scare we, we need to have a special episode then. about. There drunk was no driving. internet. They couldn't scare you, you either, online. They had to scare you. You in either die, you either die hero, or you live long enough to become the villain. Right? Isn't that what uh, Ra's al Ghul taught us? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, totally. kid. Heroes get remembered. But isn't that what Jar Jar Binks die. taught us? Yeah, and then there's also a. Uh, Oh crap! The bad guy from uh, Highlander quotes uh, uh, Def Leppard: <laughs> "It's better to burn out than fade away." I thought that was uh, <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Well, he was quoting Kurt freaking Cobain. Def Leppard. Was he? I yes. think that's actually that's original. True, I promise you. If that's true, I like him so much more now. I think I that's originally you, from a- like a Johnny Cash song or something like that. It's better oh. to burn out than fade away. It's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs> we didn't talk about Dylan it's and his uh, refusal. His refusal for the uh, what's it called? Nobel Prize. The award. Nobel Prize yeah, for literature. It was Neil. It was Neil Young. Uh-huh. Did you just Google it? Yeah. The or best part of it. I googled better to burn out than to fade away, and the first suggestion was. Was all those words with Highlander at the end? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm playing that clip too. I'm posting that whenever we drop. I can't even do it. To burn out. I promise you, the guy from Highlander. Here's the thing. I promise the guy from Highlander was quoting Def Leppard, and I promise that Kurt Cobain was quoting Def Leppard. Oh yeah, for sure. And Def Leppard was stealing from Neil Young. Maybe they were stealing from Neil Young. Not Steal quoting. Again. They were probably just stealing. They were steely. They were steely from from Dan. They were steely from Dan. Hey, guys. Yo. It's been fun. And it's been real. 
But it hasn't been real but fun. But it hasn't been real fun. And man, the cool points around the window. I got all caught up in the game. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. <laughs> Thanks for friendship. <laughs> is he doing that on purpose? Aaron is a hot mess. <laughs> Thanks for friendship. <laughs>